Hi everyone, welcome back to Bookish. This is a very special episode of Bookish because I have not one but four guests this week. We came up with the idea of doing an episode where we talk to some kids about the books that are forming them, that matter to them. My friend Tara, actually, I have to credit her entirely with the idea. She grabbed me in a yoga class and said, I'm devouring the show, I love it. And what if you did some kids? And I said, great, let's do yours. So uh, she was roped in immediately. So I am delighted to introduce Jack and his best friend Hayden and Iggy and his wonderful sister Phoebe. These kids were so sweet and so wonderful and gave me their time and gave me themselves and told me their stories and sat with shining faces telling me about the books that they love and why they matter to them and then the other books that they love and the trilogies and why the trilogies matter. It was so encouraging and enlivening to sit and have the opportunity to talk to these kids about books. It was so encouraging for the future to think that there are children like this out there that will hopefully be running the world one day. This was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. I really hope you love listening to it as much as I loved recording it. Um, I'm Hayden and I'm 10 years old yeah. and well, how we know each other, he's my friend. He's your we friend. We go to the same school. And Jack, tell me about friend. you, how old are you? Um, I'm Jack and I'm 11 years old and yeah. We're friends at school. Um, why do you pick one book that has mattered or shaped you? Um, okay, so Wonder. Wonder. Wonder shaped me or changed me because... Who is Wonder by? I don't... Do you have Wonder? We can look it up. It's no big deal. I'll put it in afterwards. Tell me about Wonder. Not at all, Levy. Um, it changed me because it told me that if you have something, like you're struggling with, like a bad situation, you can turn it around and turn it into something amazing. You Mm. can make the best of something that you would rather not have. Mm, That's interesting. It's a good lesson. What's a wonderful lesson. What is it about the book? What's the story about? So this kid named August Pullman, Mm -hmm. they call him Augie, his face is, um, he was born with like a facial, I wouldn't call it a disability, but disorder difference. Sure. And he's stayed home his whole life. He hasn't gone to school. He goes to school and it's about his journey of making friends and trying to fit in because he's trying to tell people he's a normal kid Mm -hmm. except for his face. He's he's trying to kind of become one of them Mm -hmm. and it's his journey through the hardships of having just a difference. My goodness, that sounds like a wonderful book. Am I right? Did they make a movie of it? Yeah. Was it any good? I I didn't see the whole thing. I I was at a sleepover and then I had to go home. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Is it a, is it a um, animated movie or a, uh, no, no. real people? Yeah. Good yeah. makeup. Yeah, good makeup, I yeah. think. Um, I love that story. I love that story because I know that when I was at school, when I was your age or maybe a little older, maybe more into my teens, I would th- there would be some part of me that always felt like I was different or I wasn't fitting in in some way or other people had it all figured out and I didn't quite have it figured out yet. That's good. And do you know what I mean? And, and and so I think it's really lovely when you have books where the lead or the hero or the heroine does also not have it all figured out, you know? Yeah, and well, that means you can keep going and you can you can get confused, but then you can 
find the answers at just the right time that's perfect for you. Right. How does he figure it out? Is there a friendship in particular? He that makes a friend, and they have some bumps, and then he makes another, and there's bullies, mm-hmm. and he he ignores them, and he pushes through, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, like, keeps his head high. Yeah. Get through it all. That's lovely. How did you come to Wonder? Who gave it to you? Or did you um, pick it up from the library? Or I was, it's kind of funny, so I was in Chicago uh-huh. in my hotel and it was just on the shelf, so I just picked it up and I couldn't stop reading What were you doing in Chicago? We were, we went there for Thanksgiving uh-huh. and we were going to see my grandparents. Uh-huh. And it just happened to be in the hotel? Yeah, or we brought it with us. My mom was going to read it because they were making it into a movie. Uh-huh. And so they... I just picked it up and it was really good. Uh-huh. I, I like the voice of it. Yeah. Like it was, I'm a normal 10-year-old kid. I play video games like that. Oh, lovely. So it's written in the first person. He's the narrator. Yeah. That's great. And then it switches off from different perspectives. So mm-hmm. it's him, his sister, his friend, his sister's boyfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah. How fun. So you're never just stuck with him. You're getting all the, all the perspectives yeah. on that. We saw him twice. I that. That's wonderful. I love that it's so fresh in your memory. I, when I was younger, I used to read a book, and then if I loved it, I would read it again and then again. And I, again. See, I can't do that. I just can't reread books that I love. You can't? It's so hard because I want it to be surprised, but I already know it's... I, I do it for comic books, but you know, I think... Same. I didn't even know I did this until now. I, I guess I don't like to read good chapter books. Mm-hmm. You don't. Because it was just so good. Let's leave it alone. Just Let leave it be it good. Be. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what I you mean. I've read this like five times. So tell me about, let's pick one of your books. I thought we'd alternate between the two. Yeah. Jack, pick one, whichever one. You can be the one that you first read or the one that matters most. It doesn't matter. Um, so it's called Amulet mm-hmm. by Kazu Kibushi. Mm-hmm. This book really was the first graphic novel that I ever read. And it kind of showed me the crazy interesting world of graphics interesting and since this book i've been i have a giant collection of graphic novels as you can see Uh and i've been reading them for almost my whole life now wow so tell me you read amulet when you were how old i don't know like a year ago more that's maybe six. Oh, okay. Like eight. So five years ago. Long time ago. Eight. Yeah. Somewhere. A while ago. Anyway. And up until then, you'd read chapter books. That was your first graphic novel. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And what's Amulet about? What What about Amulet captured you, other than the fact that it had images? Well, Amulet is just... There's a giant series. Seven books. Yeah. Seven books in all. Mm-hmm. And it just really captivates you because the story is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, you want to read more. Like, you don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. What happens? What's the main well, sort of these features of two kids are with their mom, and they're moving to a new house. Mm-hmm. And they go into the basement of the house after they started cleaning up everywhere. And it's their grandpa's house, and pretty much the grandpa's dead. And inside, under the basement, there's an entire other world. And... One of the kids, the older girl, gets an amulet, that's why it's called amulet, eventually, and they have special powers, and she learns to use them and fight the amulet itself eventually, because it's evil. Mm. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's your second book? Um, This is the only other one I don't know. I think it's... uh, Don't you worry. Okay, so it's because of Mr. Turrup. 
It's, I think it's by Ron Boyg. I think so. Don't worry, we'll do it again. Okay, so this, I really liked it because it was also a split perspective book. Mm -hmm. It was about these seven kids who were starting fifth grade. And they have this teacher. He's not, he's not like stern. He's not trying to be amazing. He's just, he understands them. Mm -hmm. And then they all kind of love him in their own way. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're having, they're, like, interacting with each other. Like, the girls are having this girl award mm-hmm. started by, like, a bully. So they're not related, these seven kids, these seven people. There. No, they're not, like, siblings. Right. They're, they're just going to the same school. And then they, it was snowing, and they go out in the snow and they play. And they're not allowed to throw snowballs, but they all dump snow on this one kid because mm-hmm. he's, like, a prankster. It was revenge, sort of. And he threw a snowball, and it hit... Mr. Turrupt, right like here, or in his head, and he has a heart... A heart attack? Mm, no. mm, he had, like, he was boxing a lot in his early life, right. that was the story, and like it affected his body, mm-hmm. and so when that hit him, he slipped into a coma. Wow. And so they all, like, go through this kind of time where they're just looking at themselves and saying, why did this happen? Why couldn't it be me? Mm. Like, why? why was this chosen for him Mm -hmm. and they were all saying we miss you we wish you were here and my teacher actually read it and she she really liked it she actually cried really did you recommend it to her no she recommended it to me okay and then he wakes up and he's okay and he comes back to school and they're all and then he says that he's going to be with them for the next year but they all kind of go through this journey of looking at themselves and Mm -hmm. kind of just asking these questions that are deep and touching and it's sentimental yeah it's wonderful i love that you make me want to read that book i think you should it's really good and there's um a second and a third tell me about your second book jack so this next book is called out of my mind Mm. by sharon m draper draper i think yeah so it's about a kid who has pretty much she actually has photographic memory, mm-hmm. but she can't move. She can just like kind of wiggle and like kind of. She doesn't have control over her movements mm-hmm. or speech. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, everybody thinks she's super dumb when she's extremely smart, right? Because she has photographic memory, right? And she gets super annoyed, and it's just it kind of shows you how hard it is to be like that. Mm-hmm. And so she's trapped in her body. Yeah. And what happens to her? How does she use her photographic memory? Well, she doesn't really, but like it's just a big story, and it really shows you how how hard it is. And I already said that. Mm-hmm. And um, so they, she had this board on her wheelchair that she picked out words. Yeah. To and that helped, but eventually they got a machine that spoke for her. I mm-hmm. forget what it's called too. I don't think they. I don't know what they're called, but I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 And she's really happy when that happened because she actually had a voice. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was a very meaningful story. Mm -hmm. This was also one of the first books that I ever read that was like that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first realistic fiction books I read. Did someone give it to you, or did you arrive Um, on your own? I think my mom suggested it. Why do you think so many kids' books have... Magic. I'm curious why you think um, so many books. It have could that. be because kids have a lot of imagination, mm-hmm. and 
maybe. But that's the other thing. A lot of authors, like par- to, parents, and grown-ups do too. So. I know. I'm not saying they don't. But it's kind of. It's awful. like kids maybe need to feel something that they feel in their own heads, mm-hmm. like a magic that they daydream about sometimes. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. with magic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Jack, tell me about your third book. So I'm gonna do. Percy Jackson. Oh yes, which one? The first one. Mm-hmm. It's about gods and goddesses, mm-hmm. where the main character is named Percy Jackson, and he's a demigod. So if you don't know what that is, it's half human, half god. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason it's such a big book for me is because it was really the first book that I loved, and this introduced me to the magical world of books and stories. Really? So that was the first book that you remember absolutely loving? This is the first book that I ever loved. Yeah. Really? That's wonderful. Did you, when you finished it, did you dive straight into the rest of the series? Were you like, I've got to read, I've got to devour this uh, whole thing? Yeah, we actually, those re- they're really big. The second yeah. series is ginormous. And did you, have you read them all now? Yeah, again, I can't reread them. Right. Because they're so good and I don't want to. And was it your first brush with the world of gods and goddesses or had you read other, like, Greek myths or... For Gods and Goddesses, which is first grade, mm-hmm. the year before I really started reading, mm-hmm. because the summer of my second grade is when I started reading, like, a lot. So I think what influenced me is about he's a son of Poseidon. Mm. I was Poseidon. Uh, oh, you were Poseidon in the masquerade. Yeah, Great. so that really influenced me, Tell I Tell me guess. what you wore. I think we actually might have the costume here. Do you? I might need to see that. Do you remember what the... Do you have a book that you first remember reading and loving as a kid? I mean, like, little one. Not. I don't mean one that you read. I mean, was there one, like... Before that? No, I I can't remember any books before that, honestly. Don't you, really? Because when I was little, my dad used to read Where the Wild Things Are to me. And I was I know that. I know a bunch of other books, but this is the one that sticks in my mind. Got it, yeah. Hayden, tell me about your fourth book. I'm going to do Wings of Fire. He has it at... Yeah, we have the entire series. This was the first, it was in fourth grade, the beginning-ish of fourth grade. Mm -hmm. This was the first book I really got into, but I loved the plot because it was a little bit of, it wasn't violence, it was action. Mm -hmm. And there was just this bond with these four dragons. Dragonettes is the baby, baby child dragons. But it was the first book I really got into, and it opened up that whole series, and then I got into a different series that I also loved. It was kind of like it opened a bunch of stuff for me, and it broadened my horizon. Widened, mm. widened, broadened my horizon. Sure. Changed one of my books, by the way. Okay, go for it. What's your fourth book? Tell me. So it's called Six of Crows. Mm-hmm. It's a very big book. There's actually a big book. This is a part of a, a duo. Mm-hmm. There's two books. What's it about? So there's this island called Kerch and there's a group of there's like this gang that steals stuff they have a casino and they were told to break into a um, Jordan base Mm -hmm. and it's called the ice court and they're forced to go in there and retrieve Dobby. Okay, so they have to go and retrieve a person. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and it's very intense and violent. There's a lot of blood and... Do you get nightmares? No. Do you no, scare I don't. easily? You don't? I only get nightmares from freaky graphic novels. Right. Like, nine o'clock. So, and the thing with this book is, the gruesomest part... 
don't know if I should say this. Go for it. Um, you might not want to listen. It's okay, I'm fine. So, <laughs> do you hate gruesome stuff? Switch out. <laughs> yeah. He slashes the eyes. Yeah. And then he pokes one out. Yeah, so, that's. And he, yeah, yeah, it's very gruesome. That's pretty gruesome. Yeah. That's pretty gruesome. It's, Have you read this book, Hayden? No. No, no. no. Do you intend to? Well, it doesn't sound And the only thing that kind of related to that is a warrior's book where so, a leader just flashes one of his eyes. Yeah. So, pretty much, this book is part of the Grisha verse. Um, it's written by Leigh Bardugo. And the Grisha verse is pretty much, well, there's these magicians called Grishas. And. That's why it's called the Grisha Verse. There's an entire other series about Grisha Verses and one of their saints, or how she became a saint. Mm-hmm. The real life saint, and living see. And it's very, the side series is not as gruesome. This one is much more gruesome. Mm-hmm. But. How did it change you, do you think? How did it form you? Well, it kind of just showed me, like, how much more levels of adult books and how many more different levels mm-hmm. of intensity there are. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, I didn't know. I was just like, whoa, I didn't realize stuff goes this far goes this and, like, far. so intense. Right. That's interesting. And it's just like, yeah. Do you, um, do you find, uh, you said you don't get nightmares, but do you find that it, your pulse is racing so much you can't fall asleep afterwards? I find a really good book no. sometimes stops me sleeping. I, I don't think so. No. Well, sometimes Dear. it's enhancing. Like I want to say something. I, I read till until I can, and then I I have to close the book, and then I I, I end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I keep thinking about it. no. Um, so <laughs> you were talking about just books, kind of like that. There's a book that I did not pick out, but it's just I just want to recommend to anybody who sure. just loves fantasy. And it's, can I do that too? I have a book I'd recommend. Ready Player One. Okay, of course you can. So I don't have any reason, but Ready Player One is also a kind of adult book, and it's super interesting mm-hmm. and fun, and um, I can't reread it again. Right. It's probably one of my, the favorite, one of my most favorite books that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Ever. I have a risk of like 30 because I, oh, there's a very long series. So. <laughs> hey, what's your one that you would recommend if you only had one to recommend? I'm not even done with it and I'm so in love with it. It's called Hoot. Uh huh. Oh. And yeah, you there's a bunch of other ones. They're not related to the series, but they're by the author. It is so good. It's realistic fiction, sort of. Uh-huh. And it's it's just enticing, but it's mellow, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a nice read. It's a feel good read. So. Lovely. Well, we've got you've got one book each left, right? What's your favorite? Yeah, book? yeah. Um, my last book is called Mockingbird by Catherine Erskine. Erskine, yeah. And um. It's about this girl who has some kind of autism, uh-huh. and there have been you. You heard about the sh- uh, the shootings? Yes, I have. That's what the march was on. Mm-hmm. Her brother got shot mm. by some person, mm-hmm. and her dad and like their mom died mm. cancer. Mm. So her, she and her dad are just getting through it, and she has. All these, like, she makes a friend, and she she gets past obstacles, and it's it's incredible seeing, like, something so crushing, and then she finds closure. Hmm. It's funny because she thinks closure is something like an object. Uh-huh. I need to find closure. <laughs> Have you found it yet? No, no. And she I think finds, there are lots of grown-ups who think closure is an object, too. Yeah, it, it kind of, well... No, it's not. But she finds closure, and she connects to her brother, 
and she makes things easier for her dad, and it's it's incredible seeing how she deals with it and how she still keeps a sort of optimistic spin on things. Mm. And she does have some kind of autism. He's right there. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Uh, Jack's eating brownies. I brought brownies because I think podcasts are better with brownies. Irrelevant, but can I just say what I was for Masquerade? Because that was so fun. Yes, tell me. I was going to ask um, you, what were you for Masquerade? Artemis, Demi, oh, yes, the moon course. goddess. Yeah, I loved. I loved because she was. She's the moon goddess, and she's nature. Yeah, she's like a nature goddess. Can we get a photo um, of that? Yeah, it's Thank in you. the it's in the yearbook. Where's your yearbook? Okay, we'll find it. We don't have to do okay, it. Okay, don't worry. She's freaked out by everything in nature. Okay. <laughs> I want to point out that your books are all... Um, there's something really interesting about your books is that there's so much loss in lots of your books. Yeah, right? All of them of seem to have lost someone or lost something or had some major difficulty to overcome. Yeah. I wonder if that's something if you, you also look for in books. It is. I, I, I kind of, that sounds weird, but like it's good for... I like to read it because it tells me what to do or what what other people do it shows me a different way of someone living their life mm, and that's all what all books do but mm-hmm. this is different it's realistic fiction but they lose something mm. do you write things hayden do you write stories? yeah I, so i've talked about warriors the new book is coming out in april mm-hmm. and i couldn't wait so i started writing the new book so good great good and, idea and writing <laughs> yeah i've written like a couple like seven chapters have you really yeah, I can share it with you. What if you actually That's get, like, the entire chapter, like, really close? I might. Yeah, that'd be cool if I'm you creating know. these romances that will not work. I kind of like a little romance, like, because of Mr. T, so the kids... Yeah, just... we all like a little romance. There's nothing wrong with that. Knife needs a little yeah. romance. All right. I mean, you not so of, much. I like the action more. Yeah, I bet. The action's super Let's go do something. Yeah. <laughs> do you write... I, no, I like reading much yeah, more. Yeah, sure. And the problem is, I used to be, like, the craziest reader ever. Last, no, like, the, my third grade summer, mm-hmm. I read 205 hours. Mm. It was a challenge, and I won. Wow, I the bet you won. reading rocket. Yeah. I didn't even document mine. It just wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let me read without documenting and everything. Then, yeah. I stopped reading so much slowly, and I still don't, because... I can't find books fast enough. Right. I go through them. Like, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I read three graphic novels. Mm. The next day, I read two ginormous graphic novels. Mm. I read these three novels in altogether five, four days. Oh, five days. It's the worst. I, relate. I read this too the... fast and it's so annoying. It's a nightmare. I had the same thing as a kid and then I remember the Kindle coming out a few years mm. ago because my holidays were spent me fighting with my mum because she'd say I was packing too many books <laughs> in my suitcase and her saying we're going to be overweight airplanes. with luggage. Exactly. And... And she was right. We were always overweight, but I was also right because I'd always, also always read every single book that we took. So then we'd be, you know, abroad somewhere trying to hunt down an English book in a, you know, Spanish-speaking country, and there wasn't an English book to be found. Anyway, so the Kindle changed my life because it meant that I don't really read it when I'm at home, but for travelling, oh my goodness, it's the best thing in the world because then you've just got everything you ever need and you never feel panicked or that you're reading too fast. I don't read well with um, devices. I will if I have to, but... I don't, I don't, I don't read, but I agree. I'm not. I yeah. never had a one Yes, My brother can do it. Yeah, I find it hard. Yes, go ahead. Tell me about your so, fifth book. 
My next book is a series called Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales. It's about war and gruesome tales. There's one about the Donner Party. We don't know what that is. And so, tell me what the Donner Party is, because I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't? Donner Dinner Party. That's what the book's called. So, when they were following the Oregon Trail to go to the New Land, a very long time ago, Mm -hmm. when they were trying to, they were going to California, a group called the Donner Party found, or somebody like, something has Hastings. They went the wrong way. They... They went a on a shortcut, mm-hmm. a uh, shortcut mm-hmm. that worked, and it was like they couldn't get their crates, their things through, their all their stuff through their wagons. Like horses died from malaria, mm. or not malaria, I don't know, but like they had yellow fever. There were Indians that killed their horses, and eventually there was cannibalism. Wow! They and that's for real. Killed their yeah yeah, and it was very. Gruesome, and one of them actually died from overeating. Overeating other human beings? No, no. Well, so how was their they, cannibalism? So they the cannibalism after they died, they ate right. them. They had no food, uh-huh. like no food. They were eating rats and like the roof. Which right. So who, who overate? Did one um, person eat all the food? His name? No. Um. Did so when they, they finally got to freedom, he was so hungry. He ate and ate and ate, and he just couldn't like do anything oh, so I they see. gave him a tobacco drink and uh-huh. he made him threw it all up Ugh. and he at the middle of the night he went out to where the food is uh-huh. ate it all and he died oh oh my god so yeah okay. it's very it's giving me a tummy ache this story uh-huh. uh, once they died what do you mean once they died when people died they ate them okay i thought they killed them then. no i have no, a last no. question they for you both kill some indians i think they're guys okay, okay. okay. i have a last i have a last question for you both yeah you are going to a desert island, and you are allowed to take one book, not one series, one book with you. Yeah. Okay? Is it I'm going to give you a moment to think about it. Okay. Yeah. One question. If it's a book that I will never reread again, could it be, like, my first time reading it? Because I, I can't do, then it, like, I can't pick a book. It can be any book you like. You get to take one book, any book. That is so hard. So hard, right? All the grown-ups hate this question, too. <laughs> Hayden, whenever I, you're ready, or Jack, whenever you're ready. Yeah, I don't know if this is a book, yeah. but this is the first thing I ever touched, like, book-wise, mm-hmm. or grown-up book-wise, as a baby. It was this, like, filing book, mm-hmm. like, organizing files and work, mm-hmm. and I would read it, like, the little lines on it, and it was so cute. I didn't know if I actually read it. It's this big green book, and I would oh, write player one. And it's player one. Hang on a second. I don't know if I want to do that, though, but that might be an option. A filing book. Like, and what's yeah, in it's, it? It's just for work, like paperwork, something like that. It's I can. So it's essentially a notebook, and you would take a pencil. Sort of, yeah. I wouldn't take a pencil. I just look at the look at the words. I couldn't read it, but I just look at it and flip through the pages. Uh huh. And it was just kind of sweet because that was the first thing book-wise I ever really uh-huh. did. <laughs> that I that's it. Yeah, you can take, take like the big book of peanuts. <laughs> the big book of. I don't the know. The big book of what? I'm just brainstorming out. Oh, okay. I'm so like the horn. I think Ready Player One. Ready Player One. my first time ever reading it because it's a really exciting book. Uh huh. And or wait, no. Where is it? I know what I would bring. One hundred deadly skills. One hundred deadly skills. Brilliant idea. That would be because it teaches you like how to like sw- like it's really interesting and it teaches you a lot of survival skills and I feel 
like that would be probably the best book. Jack, that is single-handedly the best Desert Island book that anyone on my podcast has picked today. So I would stick it. with that. I've like I've read through the entire thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff. Like how to light a fire with a bottle under pee. Yeah. It's really weird. Brilliant. And like a plastic bag, but... Yeah. I would go to... You know what I would do if I were you, Hayden? I would go to his desert island and make <laughs> the most of that book and then take whatever book you actually want to read. I want to take that baby book. It, it Does that count? Is that okay? You can take any book you like, my love. Whatever works for it was you. just... It was sentimental, like the first thing I ever really read, and I'd want that with me wherever I went. Beautiful. So, guys, I've read a bunch of good stuff, and I cannot pick. Yeah, I think I that's lovely, pick. and what a lovely idea to take something that means something from when you were little. Yeah. Thank you both so, Thank so you much. You were fantastic us. guests. Welcome. I loved having you both. Iggy and Phoebe, thank you for being on my podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. I am so delighted to have you. Yeah, us too. Was it hard to pick books you wanted to talk about? No. No? (laughs) I guess there was one for me, the Percy Jackson series. Oh, yes, which I hear is wonderful. It is really good. But then the second day, like the first day I was thinking about it, I was like, definitely Percy Jackson... And then Mr. Lemonshell's library, which are these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the second day, I think. Wait, what the heck? Why am I not choosing <laughs> these two other books? So then I decided to choose. Choose these ones. These All right. Ones. There was. It was kind of close. Uh, it was a book called Goth Girl. Uh-huh. Well, it's a whole, a whole series, but I've read all of them, mm-hmm. and they're really cool. Um, so that was a close contender. Yeah. And but we didn't go there. And Adeline. Oh, Adeline, yeah. yeah. Yeah, about Mr. Monroe, which is a Norwegian troll mm-hmm. that Adeline found in a bog in Norway. Because mm-hmm. he's Norwegian. Because he's Norwegian. Great. What else? Okay. Who would like to go first and tell me about their first book? You do not mind. Well, I'm just going to pick you because you're sitting right in front of my nose. So So tell me the names of... No, choose which book you want to talk about first. I'll talk about um, The Odyssey first. Okay. This is the graphic novel edition, Uh and it is 2,500 years old. Wow. 500 BC, the original one. Not this copy, but... Can I have a look at it? Yes, you can. I have never... What a brilliant idea to turn the Odyssey into a graphic novel. Oh, I got it a few goodness. years ago. Oh, Ig, this is glorious. Tell me why you love it. Tell me why it I matters it. to you. Well, first, I think it was really unique. Mm-hmm. Because, like, also because of, like, gods. A first book with, like, gods. Where there's, like, um one kind of... Gene, mm-hmm. where where there's gods, where they can do whatever they want, they can change shape. Mm-hmm. Where the mortals, they have to like pray to the gods, mm-hmm. and they rely on the gods. Mm-hmm. So I think like two different kind of genes are really different. Mm-hmm. And also, it was kind of the first big book about danger, which you when you didn't know um, if the hero will survive or not. Right. Did you so, know this? Did you know anything about Odysseus before you? I read didn't know it? anything about Greek mythology. You didn't. That was so this my was first your f- book for Greek mythology. Also, what a fun Which introduction kind of, to yeah, it! Yeah, a really cool introduction. Did you? Did it make you want to read other books about Greek mythology? Yes. Did and it? And now I've learned more than twenty myths. Wow! And I can tell you all the Greek 
guys on Mount Olympus. Can you? Major Amazing. Can you? Um, do you know the the Roman equivalents as well? It gets I know confusing. Some of them. I don't know all of them. Yeah, but I know some of. It them. gets a little muddling. Yeah. How fun! How wonderful! Uh-huh. So tell me, when you discovered this, was it? Because there's a lot that happens in the Odyssey. Definitely. Did you pow- plow through this? Like, how long did it take to it read? It probably or? actually took me two days. Is that all? Wow. Usually he this reads. Book, this this one yeah. book. No, this one. This one took me less than a day. Wow. This took me like two hours. Now, are you, have hours. you reread it? Have you? Do you look yeah, at it? Yeah, I reread it. I reread it. I read it. I reread every single book. Do you? I read read so many books. I've read. I've reread this one probably in all twice or three times, and then this one, I think three times. Uh huh. But this one, but the Odyssey, how often did you come I back to this? I reread all of it together probably twice, mm-hmm. maybe three times. And do you read it alone? Is it? I mean, it's a graphic novel, so you need I read the it by visual. This isn't something that you'd have dad no. or mum read to you. No. No. I did that. Yeah. Mostly. Who gave it to you? How did you get to this um, book? Um. We were actually in, I can't remember, yeah, but it was one of those places. Uh-huh. And one day my dad was like, I bought this um, this cool book called The Odyssey. It's about one man, and it took him 20 years to get back to his home. Mm-hmm. That's all he really said. That's all he told you. And now I know it's a lot more than that. Yeah, it really is. Did you learn about Troy and the Trojan War also, and the Trojan Horse and I everything? also have a book downstairs called The Iliad uh-huh. which is it the same is it like the, another graphic it, novel it's not a graphic novel but it's got pictures uh-huh. so yeah I've got that and it's kind of a lead up mm-hmm. pretty much to that yeah it is the irony is I read this one first it doesn't matter the first one it couldn't matter less it really doesn't matter that one yeah I love that. I'm I'm envious of this. I can't wait to get this one. I can't wait for my kids to be big enough, first of all, to read on their own, because that <laughs> yeah, will be a treat. Yeah, but second of all, to get this into their hands. This looks yeah. really magical. You know, a funny thing is, so I did, a years ago, I did a TV show called Lost that lots of people sort of know me for. Yeah. And it was about a whole bunch of people who were lost on a desert island. Uh. Their plane crashed and they were stranded on this desert island in the middle of nowhere and they spend the entire series trying to get home. Wow. And my character was called Penny. That might <laughs> ring a bell for you because what's Odysseus's wife called? Penelope. Exactly. And Penny is a little contraction of oh. Penelope. And my character was the girlfriend of one of those survivors on the island. Oh. And my character is waiting and waiting for her boyfriend to come home and so we all it's pretty it seems pretty obvious or pretty likely that penny was named after penelope in the odyssey well this is gorgeous i can't wait to get my children stuck into that phoebes have you ever taken a look at the odyssey i haven't i've heard iggy tell me a bunch of greek myths that have just gone through one of you (laughs) are you interested in it or not yet not really but Mm -hmm. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) But I could read it. You could read it? I don't really have a Do you share books, the two of you? Or do you wait? Do you just find your own? We find our own, but Mm -hmm. like uh, every night, Dad reads us a book. A shared book? Um, You'll listen to it together? Yeah. Uh, What happens? Like Timmy Failure or Moon Boy, which are both really good books. Oh, great. Timmy Failure, I read... The book, like, a few so months funny. before. Mm-hmm. 
And then Dad read it to me and Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what I'll do is I will go off into my room mm-hmm. and read my own book because I've already read it. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But ideally at bedtime, you're both in a bed and he reads to you, reads you a chapter yes. uh, each. I mean, uh, you know, reads you a yeah. chapter and you're both listening to it. Yeah. That's uh-huh. pretty lovely. When else do you read? I read in the afternoon. In the morning, mm-hmm. sometimes oh, yeah. when I wake up. Before school, you'll lie in bed and read? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I did that for a half an hour this morning and we were really late. And on weekends, <laughs> if I don't go up and watch something, I just read a book. Yeah. At weekends? Is that time? Yeah. That's one of my favorite things, I have to say. Sunday afternoon, lying on a window seat, reading a book. That seems like that's my happy place, I think. I like reading outside. Phoebes, tell me about your first book. Okay. I'll start with this one. Okay. Give me the title. Uh, Ramey Nightingale. Ramey Nightingale by... Kate D. Camillo. Uh Uh-huh. And it was published in 2000. And... It's about a girl called Raimi, mm-hmm. and her dad runs away with a dental hygienist. Oh, the worst. Um, and <laughs> The indignity. He, she comes up with a plan to get her dad back. So she is planning to enter Little Miss Centra, Central Florida Tire, 1971. Mm-hmm. So she pictures her dad looking in the newspaper... And seeing her picture in it mm-hmm. and wanting to go back home. Mm-hmm. And she meets three girls and they all actually want to go to the Little Miss Central Florida Tire. All for different reasons. And they go on this adventure. And how do they get there? Well, they went to baton twirling lessons together. Oh, I see. Because a girl told Raimi and... Obviously, the two other girls, in order to enter Little Miss Central Florida Tire, that you have to learn how to twirl baton. Mm-hmm. So all three of them go to baton twirling class at the same place, mm-hmm. at Denise's house. And they end up not learning how to twirl a baton. What do they learn instead? And only one of the girls enters, and she sings instead. Mm-hmm. She sings a song, and mm-hmm. she wins. Mm-hmm. And so Raimi and... Beverly, which is the other girl, mm-hmm. they support her. Yeah. Does she get her dad back from the dental hygienist? No, but her dad calls her because she saved Louisiana, which is the girl that sang yeah. the song. She saved her from drowning because she didn't know how to swim. Oh, wow. So that got in the papers instead? Yes. So then the dad called her. Okay. Well, that's something. At least the dad called her. Yeah. Does it feel like a happy ending? It did. To yeah. me. Tell me, and if this may be too hard, you don't have to worry about it, but when I do the podcast, I usually ask people to tell me about books that have formed them or shaped them or made them think differently or changed yeah. something about them. Is that, do you think, is that book just one of your favorites or is it one that you think changed you in some way? Did it make you well, look at things differently? It made me think more about how in, like, this was more about reality, like, Sometimes in books, it's just like a girl. She goes on an adventure. But this is like her dad runs away. There's mm-hmm. more detail, and it's like bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Like sure. Reality. 
Right. It's not fantasy. Yeah. It's not escapist. There and aren't so trolls and what, dragons and it, things. Yeah, it made me realize more like that can happen. Right. Sure. That's a possibility. Well, yeah. that's a real that's a real situation that people actually find themselves yeah. in as opposed to being in a closet and discovering there's a magic door at the back <laughs> of it or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's fun when you I think it's such a fun moment when you start reading those books and you realize, "Oh, I'm reading something that's kind of grown up or, or because yeah. it's it's more realistic this maybe it's definitely that made was your, me feel more grown up. did it yeah, yeah that's interesting i didn't ask you eggs before we move on did the how did the odyssey did the odyssey change you did it make you think differently it, did it open it your did, eyes because i think it um made me think more about the world and inequality because oh, really? like with the gods and the mortals they're definitely two different levels yeah so i think yeah that kind of changed me that the gods had it that the gods had it easier and then mortals are just struggling down below yeah 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 that's interesting i think the mortals have a really rough time of it i think the gods get to throw thunderbolts and have beautiful (laughs) goddesses appear out of the out of the oceans and things but Mm -hmm. yeah they tend to make like make life way difficult for the mortals. I know, it'd be fun. Do you have a favorite Greek god? It's I've a got tough a, question. Yeah, I've got. I like Poseidon. Mm. I like Apollo. I like Hermes. I like Athena. I dressed up as her <laughs> twice for Halloween. Did actually. you? Even though I don't know. Can I get a like, picture of you as Athena, please? I can. Yeah, you can. Do you know why it would be so great? Because the other two kids that I did the in, for the podcast, Jack Hayden and, and Jack, yeah. not Ethan, I did oh. um, Hayden and Jack. Hayden is Jack's best friend. Yeah. Oh. And I- they had both, they both went to their school masquerade and she was dressed as Artemis. And he was dressed as, I think it's Poseidon. And they showed me their yearbook. And I have photos of them that I'm going to put on the website when we put this podcast up. So that would be Uh, so great. Can I have a picture of you as Artemis? I actually was was Achilles. No way. Have we got pictures of that? I think This is so great. But it wasn't the same year. Doesn't matter. But that would be so fun. I can have pictures of you guys as Greek gods. Can I have that? That would make me extremely happy. Achilles, I'm Greek. Apologies. That is a painful death. He does with that wretched ankle of his. I know, so sad. Yiggs, tell me about your next book. Okay, so this is Mr. Lomoncello's Library. By? By Chris Grabenstein. Mm-hmm. And it's about this really famous game maker, like board game, educational video game, that kind of thing. He was making a library because, um, like, 20 years ago, it was torn down to make way for a parking lot. And so the, this town didn't have any books, but he's opening one and it's got so many cool things like holograms, educational video games. And then there are 12 people that are invited for a library lock-in. But in the What's morning, that? it's like they go to stay in the library. Like a play. sleepover? Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. at the library. And so, but then in the morning they realize that they're stuck in the library mm-hmm. and it's actually an escape game to get out of the library. You have to use what you can to get out of the library. Uh And actually what I did in the first book, what was really cool, because at the end it had a bonus clue. Uh What I did, no, it was this one. The first syllable of, the first um, thing of every chapter, like a T, and then it'll it'll spell out something. Uh And it was so fun because I did that for like 
45 minutes one morning. Where you realize that the first letter of every chapter spells out a clue? Spells out a whole sentence uh-huh. or a whole right. two sentences. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was really fun. So do they get like, out of the library? How do they? Um, do they, they get out of the library at the end of book one, or do you have to keep reading the whole the series? At the end of book one, but then this one is um, about the Library Olympics, because they get to be in a bunch of new commercials, the people that won, mm-hmm. of Mr. Lemicello. And so what they and then eventually what they do is everyone around America want to have something, a competition. Mm-hmm. So they demand a rematch. And then there were like seven kind of little parts of America broken down, like Pacific, Northeast, Northeast, <laughs> Northwest, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. mountain. And so then each, it's kind of a library Olympics. Mm-hmm. So there are 12 games. And then the most, the people, that, the group that won the most of the games wins. Mm-hmm. And the hometown heroes they tie with the Midwest mm-hmm. um, with this crazy good girl that's 14. So there's 15. no winner. It's a tie at the end. In the end, I think it's a tie. Mm-hmm. I think so. And there's just two books in the series or are there um, more? There's actually three. I can't find the third one. Oh, but you've read them all? Yeah. And, have you, and, and you say these are books you've reread as well? Yeah. But tell me why these books matter to you. Why, um, do they, why did they shape you? The third one was because of like... Maybe this isn't true, and maybe someone stole someone else's idea. Mm-hmm. But then also maybe in each book there were it was kind of a championship, right? Like winning because I'm kind of competitive. Yes. So I like winning. Yeah. And it's kind of a big book about winning. Yeah. <laughs> like Escape from Mr. Lomachenko's Library, Library Olympics, the race. Yeah, I get that. That makes yeah. complete sense. I can and, totally see that these would be. Yeah, and in it. Um, it's kind of my first book with clues, puzzles, books. Uh-huh. With clues, puzzles, and other books. Right. Are there references to other books in the book? Yes, Do you have to... there are actual books right. in it. So it helps if you've read quite a yeah. bit, because then you know what they're talking about. Yeah. That's cool. It's actually because of Winn-Dixie in it. And Really? Yeah. Oh, how funny. Uh, so that's Phoebe's next book. And I think books. there's Rainy Nightingale in it, yeah. Those oh. are the two books that... I'm lovely. Phoebes, well, that's an easy... There's a bunch of books in it. That's a nice movement over into yours. Tell me yours, Levy. What's yours called? So mine is called Because of Mm Winn-Dixie. And it's also by Kate DiCamillo. Yes. Yeah. She's a very good author. Mm -hmm. And it's about a girl named Opal. Mm -hmm. Well, her full name's India Opal Bologna. Uh Bologna. And she just moved to Florida, mm-hmm. Naomi, mm-hmm. and she really wants to make friends. Mm-hmm. And like Ramy Nightingale, her mom ran away, not her dad. Uh-huh. Just ran away okay. with no one. So she's living with so her dad. She's living with her dad, and she's trying to make friends. So one day she goes into a store, and mm-hmm. it's called Winn-Dixie. Mm-hmm. It's a food store. And... She sees that all the customers are, like, panicking and, like, one of them was crying and there's running around. And then Opal sees a dog, and it's a big dog. Hmm. And so she brings the dog home and asks her dad, which is a preacher, if they could keep the dog. And he says yes. And so it's just them making friends 
with the other people from the town. Mm-hmm. And does Win and Win Dixie is the name of the dog? Yes. He's named after the food they, store. Yes. The similarities between these two books are that it's bittersweet uh-huh. because they're both bittersweet because the father or the mother runs away. Sure. And like I said with Raimi, it's reality. Mm-hmm. And the differences are well, they're living in two different worlds. Mm-hmm. They have two different situations going on. Raimi is trying to enter a contest, mm-hmm. and Opal is trying to make new friends. Right. Does the addition of the dog help her make friends? Is it easier um, for yes. her? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And presumably the dog is a friend like, too. Yes. Yeah. Does and does her dad like the dog? Yes, her dad. Her dad does. Like and does the mum ever come back? Do we ever hear again about the mum? No. No. But she's got the dog and she's got new friends. Yeah. Is it part of a series, that book, or is that just no, a standalone? it's just one book. It's so nice. I love... I mean, I feel... I feel both ways, actually, because part of me loves a book that is just a standalone single book that you can read and you know yeah. you don't have to read four more. You know it's yeah. going to end. You know that the author decided she was he or she was going to write a beginning, a middle, and end, and they were just going to deliver one book. Like, yeah. Part of me is so grateful for that. And then another part of me remembers as a kid... Keep reading. Yeah, like, just loving the experience yeah. of knowing, awesome, there are six more, this isn't going to end. Like, Because when I finished this book, I was like, oh, I don't have another book to I know, I know, right? But also, yeah, but also I like finishing right? things. There's it a nice sense good, of completion. I also want to keep reading. Yeah. And I was... When I finished the Percy Jackson series, I was kind of bookless. Yes. And I didn't have a book. Isn't it the worst feeling in the I, world? I hate it. Like, where, where's a book? Can I, I have know. a book, please? Someone I know. give me a book. It's true. Bookless and, is the I worst world. These. And you yeah. gave us new books. I gave yeah. you new books we today. Also, that's exactly we're what I need. Right Are you bookless right we're now? I, and I filled the gap. Yeah. I'm so Actually, excited. There's I a book the gap. I just started reading. Called? That Jack lent me. Oh, fun. When you Jack, who was previously on this yes. podcast. Um, uh, he lent it to me, and it's called The Wild Robot. Oh, okay. And I'm, like, one chapter into it. Are you liking it? Yeah. That's great. He has a, f- in, I mean, you've seen his bedroom, the most phenomenal yes. library. Yeah. So I would, I would heartily recommend setting up a lending situation yes, between Jack and you guys. Book. Do you know what those are? No, what's it's that? about tragic stuff that happened in the world. Like, mm-hmm. The earliest one was probably like AD 45, mm-hmm. the destruction of Pompeii. Then there's also ones like Hurricane Katrina, which are kind of new. Mm-hmm. And so there's a bunch of like, there are a bunch of books. Um, Tales like, of Survivors. Yeah. Like, I survived this, and it shows like hardships that happen. Oh, amazing. Yeah. That's a cool way to learn history. Mm-hmm. I always like it when hist- when you get, when you see history through the eyes of an individual. I find it so much easier to yeah, understand that's... than just dry facts and dates. Yeah. And it only comes alive with a story, I think. Yeah. He gave me a, co- he, let me, he lended me, like, you know, those collections with like four of the books in it. Yeah. They're like, they're actually like 40 books. Mm-hmm. Great. Know, 20, maybe. That's but amazing. They're pretty short. They're like maybe just about 100 pages. Um, I have a tricky question for you both. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Hit it. Here it comes. You're on a desert island. Oh. You can take one book with you. Ah! 
Uh, what's it going to be? Phoebe hasn't hesitated. Phoebe just picked up Ramey Nightingale and Definitely. pointed at it. All right, that's your only design book. Um, it, it can be any. It can be these ones. It can be a different one. A series or just one book? I mean, because it's you and I love you, I'll let you take a series, but no one else gets a series. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I like yes. the Amulet series. You do. <gasps> The amulet? I'm on the fifth book. Well, oh, am I thinking of the same? Maybe it's not the same one. Is there a girl? There was a... Ch- oh, it was co- if I was on a desert no, island... I'm, mine one's an old one. Okay. It won't be the one you're thinking. If I was on a desert island, yeah. I'd re- I want one entertaining. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I... So... Those two aren't very funny. Mm-hmm. So then... Remember, it's the only book you've got, and you're going to be reading it a lot. The Diary of a Wimpy Kid series. Oh, that's fun. Or maybe Percy Jackson series. Okay, all I right. Think because those are two really entertaining. Jack had a very good idea, and this is why I would suggest you go and get on his desert island. He sat and thought, and then he turned around and he went to his bookcase and he pulled out this book, and it's a survival book full of tips <laughs> on how to use, oh, how to, you know, <laughs> catch insects and how to, you know, purify salt water and turn I it into drink that. water. So I'm going to suggest that you take whichever books you like and then swim over to Jack's yeah, Island and learn how to survive. If, um, I, if you could have um, one thing on it, that's it. Yeah, all right. Just for fun, what would it be? A boat. A boat. Smart. <laughs> Smart. I would definitely boat. have. And a key for the boat. Yeah. Well, you I get one, have, so you got to choose. I would have an iPad. An iPad? Well, it's going to run out of charge pretty fast. An iPad, but I would contact them. People from the shore. Oh, I see. To get taken off the desert island? Yeah. Right. To see, for coordinates to see where Jack's island was. <laughs> All right, I'm Maybe doing that. Spray. I'm taking sunscreen and then I'm going to just follow oh, you guys. Yeah. That's what yeah, I'm going to do. <laughs> guys, this was great. Maybe Thank you so, so much. I yeah, loved having you on my podcast. Fun. It was so fun. Yeah. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's interview. If you like the show, please write us a review on iTunes on the website. It really makes a difference. Rate us, give us some stars, let your friends know, let your family know, tell everyone you can. Go to the website bookishwithsoniawalga.com if you want to find out about any of the books that you heard about. We list there not only the five favorites, but every single book that is referenced. You can also buy the books through the website and uh, we make a tiny, tiny little percentage of whatever you buy through the website. So if you are interested, please go ahead and click on that. You can find us on Facebook. We have a Bookish with Sonia Walger page. You can find us on Twitter with at Bookish Sonia or at SoniaWalger.com. And you could also email me through the info at bookishwithsoniawalga.com page. If you hit on contact, it'll just automatically pop up as an email there. So if you have any ideas for guests that you'd like to hear from or thoughts that you have about the show, please don't hesitate to share them there. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show.